All right, welcome back everyone uh, to another episode of Talk to Tatiana, and I strive to bring you great guests with every episode. So today I have Mitra Silva of Simor Design. Mitra, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Tatiana. So Mitra, share with us who you are, where you're from, what you do, and then we'll go from there. Sounds good. So as you mentioned, I'm Mitra Silva. I am the founder and CEO of Seymour Design. Um, so Seymour Design is a medical specialized interior design company. So the way um, I started in this uh, journey um, long time ago, I used, um, I, 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 in the past, I used to be a medical student. So I, I was pre-med. Uh, early on and always had the passion for science, for medical, for research. But when it got more like into the details of like which direction that I want to go as a career, like I, excuse me, I found out like I have more passion to design, which is the other thing that I've done in my childhood growing up. So I switched to interior design, got my bachelor. And started working in, you know, big projects like Walt Disney Studios, HBO headquarters, like really big uh, commercial projects. And as years passed by, I realized I like what I do, but I'm not loving it. And I did some work within and, you know, dig down like what's going on. And I realized I still have a lot of passion for medical so I'm like, why don't I combine these two together? So that's where the whole story started. I mean, it wasn't as easy as that. Like some people think like, oh, your passion. Or like you, one day you wake up like, oh, I got it. For me, it was a lot of discovery, a lot of confusion, a lot of like, where am I going? What am I doing? So it took me quite a while. And especially when I start, even started my company, which we'll talk about it. But now, you know, like serving clients all over U.S. and really, you know, having a team that is as passionate as I am or we're so committed is extremely, you know, rewarding. So That's amazing. And so how did you decide to become an entrepreneur as opposed to working for somebody else? I guess with me, it's, I'm Persian. My background is Iranian. So I feel like partially was is was in my blood you know just seeing growing up seeing my grandma my mom my dad like everyone had their own business but um as I started working like in the field of different fields like getting experiences but mainly I worked all all my life in design and construction I always felt like the ideas that I have is worth of really um standing by them and I had a very strong feeling about, you know, creating and bringing that ideas and the way I wanted to do design or the way I wanted to work. It requires more than me just working for someone else. So that really even pushed me to, you know, step into the entrepreneurial journey. That's awesome. Um, when you, I mean, have you worked for somebody else before starting your own? Yeah, absolutely. So, so as I mentioned first, I remember when before I even I graduated, and this is like um, 
18, 20 years ago. I had a, basically I started working on like with, with the award-winning design firm and, um, and going through all of that, like it was really awesome because I was part of a big team. And later on, you know, I, I worked with a company that they were smaller, so more like, you know, startup. And then I worked on the construction part of it. Then I worked on like, you know, uh, working with a single designer, you know, we were like, I was helping another designer, but so I kind of like went through like bigger company, smaller one, medium size. And then I was like, Mm-mm, this is not working for me. Not that there were, it was anything bad or anything negative about them. It was just me being really finding out, even like working with other people or for other people really triggered me even more to step into my own journey. That's awesome. And when you started your own um, company, did you find anything that was surprising to you compared to working for somebody else? <laughs> uh, I don't know where to start because it was a lot. I feel like uh, having an idea of being an entrepreneur is very sexy. Like, oh, I have my own business. It sounds so awesome. But, you know, I, I remember that it was point, some points was like it was so hard because I didn't know, even though like I would start picking up books and asking or going to seminars, is, it was not, uh, for me at least, I, I feel like I jumped into it and I made many, many, many mistakes a lot of mistakes uh, from financial part, from how to make the business plan, how to go about pricing, how to go about having the right accountant or having the right bookkeeping system, um, you know, just paid high price for it. But one thing I didn't give up. I'm like, okay, I learned this. Sometimes it was just, I would cry. I would like, oh my God, like this is like so hard. So like really, really into the deep of like, um, okay, but luckily my my dream and desire was extremely strong that it was keep, you know, helping me to move forward and pushing me forward. But there was time I was like, maybe I should just let it go. It's just so much happening because I made so many mistakes. I, I would say the world saying start your business. It's not just, just start your business. It's like, if you want to go to an awesome trip or plan a vacation, you don't just pack and go. I mean, I mean, if you have some, some people do, but like, I wouldn't like, if I would spend like, wanted to spend like thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 on like a really prime one, it would be like plan it, knowing it, get to know yourself. What, what do you want to do? What kind of activity? How, like all of that, I feel like I just jumped into it and it was just a lot of mistakes happened. Yeah. That's, I mean, the great thing is that you didn't give up. I think that's the most important part um, of this of this experience, right? Um, you didn't give up. I would say that one of the other reasons is I really put myself with the right-minded people, meaning, you know, my partner, my husband had his own business. And also, like, I uh, I met him as a business conference. So I really surrounded myself. I think one thing was that, that every time I was like really felt like foggy and didn't know where I was going, I, 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 I had a chance to go to him or to my friend 
and just pause. Instead of react, I would pause and say, okay, that's fine. And then, then that actually gave me a chance to not fully burn myself down. Like, you know, just, it, it, it was, it would get tough, really tough at, at points. That's that's really great. Thanks so much for sharing. And what do you ex- tell us a little bit about how what you do now, um, and what transformations do your clients experience? So I'm a very heart center, passion driven person. So and that was part of like I want to say in business, passion is not enough. You have to have a knowledge. You have to have right tools. You have to have right team you know like your lawyer your accountant your actually your internal team to support you in that so right now like so we specialize in or in medical interior design so it was it was a very very niche market right so at the time that i started it people start saying what do you do i'm like oh my god like either I, i did something really wrong or i did something really awesome so um, that's why it took me longer because beside um, gaining the knowledge even more in medical and design, it was more of like how to set the right business plan, how to set um, over finding or just me even like read a lot of books, like understanding how to navigate and dance through this specific niche, right? So now, like being there and like really helping and transforming many, many, many clients and doctors, and um, you know, just transforming their lives, I'm seeing it. You know, what a it's there's a there's a huge chance to transform many lives because when we do design a, a practice, let's say a medical office or plastic surgeons or med spa or any kind of specialty ophthalmologist, it's just it's not just the doctor, it's the team. And then it's not just the team, it's like every patient who walks into their space. They experience that transformation. They experience like what kind of energy is there? What kind of intention is there? What kind of flow is there? So it's just so many little things happen that I, I always tell our clients and my team that we're such a clever being. Subconsciously, we pick up on all of these elements. Like it's like like it's like dating. The first time you walk into the doctor's office, like all of the signals, you have like five seconds. Like, do I trust that person? Are they like really taking care of the environment? Like, there's a quote that said, "Never trust your the doctor who has a died his plant died is like not taking care of their own plants." And it's the same thing. Like, you know, and we help them to understand what's their message, what's who they want to show up as in their own practice first. Because if they are excited, if they're showing up with so much you know, energy and, you know, determination and want to serve, then the, the team is going to do the same thing. And the patients wants to come back. Who wants to go to doctor? No one. Like, you don't wake up saying, I'm excited to go to my doctor. No. Like, imagine, like, I understand now after doing so much research and talking to our clients, doctors spend all of their lives, but no one likes to go to doctors. <laughs> right no one yeah like 
But so this is the what we do and I do is like transforming that message that people actually want to go. The environment is warm and welcoming and they want to refer their loved ones, their friends. It's like, you know, and part of that transformation of design and we go through a journey of like whole process and whole like, you know, we have a very like systematic process internally. The doctors, they think, what do I, who do I want to be? How do I want to be? How the space planning is going to be? How the lighting is going to be? How my patient's going to um, come and exit from the space? Like, how long do I want to have them in the waiting lounge area? We don't call it waiting room. We call it lounge area. So the terminology is so important. We tell our clients, hey, like, you got to make your restroom like your internal sweet restroom is one of your focal point. And you know it, you're a woman. Like when we go to hotels, that's why hotels, they spend so much money into creating an amazing restroom because that's the only place you can have your undivided attention of your patients. I, I tell our, our doctors, is there. If you do the right lighting, right atmosphere, right design and everything smells so fresh and clean and visually and everything, you win their heart and you say non-verbally, which is more powerful, that I care. I want you to, you know, I want to serve you. I want you to be here. And, you know, it becomes very transformational, but it takes intention. It takes passion. It takes commitment, you know. Um, I tell our clients, like, you know, if you're ready to be a world-class we're here to help you. And the world class doesn't mean like where you are. We have clients in Beverly Hills and New York, and then we have clients in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee and Utah and Colorado. Like if you Google them and Google Maps, like where are these people? But they make like seven figure plus because they're extremely committed to themselves first. And then how they set up their environment, you know, how they set up their practice and their business is just everything is being thought through. It's intentional. And they they really they really care about how they serve so they attract the right people to, to themselves. I love that. I love what you said about the space being inviting. Um, I think that many professionals, not just medical professionals, but many professionals, lawyers. Um, accountants, um, doctors, and a number of other ones don't pay too much attention about the message that they're sending and don't try to make their space inviting and full of positive energy and warm and and um, don't even think about the emotions that their patients experience. And I think that it maybe has to do with um, not having enough commitment to themselves to their own no I think it's more than that it's about awareness I think doctors are super passionate people they want to help they're extremely giver people if that's their nature like if if someone like if there's a whole like I don't know like there's traffic cars are passing by if someone pass out and neck and on the sidewalk the first person, if it's a doctor, is just going to run to that person, right? There's extremely giving people, but the awareness, that subtle, like, really shift of thinking that, yes, I care, 
yes, I put all of my energy, time, money going to medical school, doing all of this hard work, but at the end, it's important. My space, it becomes my noble prize of who I am. How do I want to serve? And that's huge. That's very important. And I feel like what I'm doing and what my team and I as a company, as a team like doing is like bringing that awareness to humanity to understand, especially to doctors, that it's important. It matters. Like you work so hard. You have to put a place that is, first of all, intentional. The other thing is like it has to serve you your team and your patients, right? And if if it's very intentional, every inch of that space should brings revenue, should be so intentional that it generates money. And money is a really great thing if you really know how to work with it. So oh, this is how we really it. like try to, you know, that bring that awareness. I feel like their doctors are very determined people. They're extremely committed. Otherwise, like, honestly, like I went to, through a little bit, maybe even one person of it. And it's extremely hard, like understanding like the human anatomy and like who we are as a human is extremely like sophisticated. Like going through all of that, it's like breaking your soul down and you're rebuilding it, you know, staying up so late, doing like really hard shifts and so on and so forth. But it's just having that awareness that it's not like worth or it's not the best way to creating the elevated experience uh, unless you have an elevated intentional space, you know. And usually doctors are extremely, like, you know, exhausted and they want to serve. They're constantly on the takes and serving and patients and phone calls and on calls. And it's just by the time they get home, they're exhausted, you know. And, and, and it's because they're serving all day. But if, what if? Your space is so intentional that when you go, you know exactly how everything is going to be planned out. And the only thing actually they have control of as far as giving the experience to themselves and to their patients is the space. Maybe their team is going to like call in sick. Maybe something is not going to go right. But at least one thing that they have control of, which is their space, they should set it for success. Totally. I love it. Thanks so much for sharing um, such a great insight. Um, I can totally apply, not apply this to accounting specifically, but something that you've said earlier that um, nobody likes to go to doctors. Honestly, nobody likes, for traditional accountants, nobody likes to go to accountants. Nobody really likes to go to lawyers. I mean, if you go to a lawyer's office, you know you have to spend a lot of money, right? So... I think that it, um, the space, um, what you shared, the, what you can do, what someone can do with the space applies to other industries too. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you get so, basically when it gets to very specific niche, okay, medical, you, anything that you, you, you is related to any sensitive subjects. Health is a very sensitive subject. Money is a very sensitive subject agree like this is like and like and it, it can be we we want to kind of push it away as far as like you know we don't want to deal with it or you don't want to like really hear it imagine going to a dentist you're actually walking into the dental office with a, a, a mental pain 
what's going to happen? I don't know. I'm going to have root canal, even though if you don't have pain, like physical pain. I think accounting and accountant is the same way. Like, what's going to happen? Am I going to pay a lot of taxes? What am I like? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, do I have to get myself so familiar with a lot of numbers that I'm not good with numbers, which is, used to be me? Like, you know, like, like, yeah. so it's a lot of unknown. So anything that has a lot of unknown attached to it, it requires even more intention for the business owners which doctors, in a sense, they're business owners too, right? Like they're entrepreneurs. They're, if they're opening their own practice and now working for someone else, it's like they have that duty to, to do that first for themselves, to set, that, set themselves for success because success has a formula. It's like design has a formula, right? It's just combining, like in design, when you combine the science and art of design, then you have that successful mythology of like set yourself for success. Yeah, I love that. Um, Mitra, thank you so much for being a great, such a great guest and sharing so much amazing um, insight into something um, like a medical field, a medical office. I feel like it's helpful on many other levels, not just specifically on design and and doctors, but I wanted to ask you, um, you have a resource um, on, available on your website. Um, and the website is, uh, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, uh, simordesign.com. It's S-I-M-O-U-R design.com. So would you tell us a little bit about what that resource is and what and who it's for? So on our homepage, um, we so I'm just gonna like step back one step back. Like I don't usually like to give information away that is not actually working. So it took me a long time to put that. Uh, there's a download downloadable. It's called Primer for the design. It's on our homepage, and it's extremely intentional for any kind of medical office. On the, on the download part, part that says med spa, because one of our top specialties is med spa, but any, any medical office can use it. And it's something that it can be quick. Um, and also if some of any practice planning to go to any kind of renovation to just kind of like uplift the energy and the look and the feeling of the space. And I hope it adds value. We get it. We get, we're getting actually a lot of downloads and I'm, you know, super excited to see like we can add value. So yes, um, to, to answer your questions on our homepage, seemoredesign.com, as you mentioned, and they can um, download that. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Mitra, again, for being a guest and for sharing such valuable insight. I, I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed the conversation. Me too.